You're tuned into Sip of Tea for your dosage of positivity, motivation, and success. In this episode 20, or as I'm thinking about calling it, episode 19, the sequel, I'm going to be talking about COVID-19. As I was writing the title for this podcast, and I wrote episode 20, COVID-19, I thought about how coincidental it would have been to actually have episode 19 entitled COVID-19. So the reason why I actually didn't get to record my second portion of episode 19, which was initially supposed to be strikes, closures, coronavirus, but it just turned out to be strikes and closures, was because I misjudged or miscalculated the time I thought I was going to have. I was hoping to actually be working from home from last week, but I only recently started working from home this week. And I honestly think it couldn't have been perfect timing per se, because it's actually given me more time to digest and wrap my head around what's actually going on with the pandemic that's affecting so many of our lives right now. It went from a virus that no one knew about, and then that same virus started spreading like wildfire, took over our media, started influencing and impacting our individual lives, and now it's a pandemic. And I'm sure that no one, well, I can't really say no one, but I can say most of us did not foresee this at all. So today I have with me Mr. Big Dreams. (laughs) Yeah. I brought him back, and I'm actually thinking about featuring him a bit more often, especially when it comes to my news and views segment and <laughs> sip of tea. I don't know, I'm thinking about it, and I, I'm going to put it out to my listeners as well to tell me what you think. I'll put out a poll sometime next week. They don't want me, yo. They're tired of hearing my voice. Are you sure? Yeah, they don't want me on there. I don't know, man. That is not what, what I see. All right. <laughs> We'll see. I mean, we'll see. I'm quarantined right now, so I got all the time. All the time in the world, right? Yeah. I said, I said some visits, though. I never <laughs> said uh, every single one. And we're trying to spread them out. And I'm hoping we're not going to be in quarantine for, for as long as they're forecasting. To be <laughs> honest, but no, I really am thinking about having you on because I don't know if you guys know this or not, but someone over here studied political science and things. So. Ah, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Brock. One time, one shout time. Shout out Sam. Sam Mabuse. The sickest tea ever. Shout out to Sam. But yeah, I'm thinking about having you on a bit more frequently. Just because I think we should put that degree to use. You do research for me. I'm not even going to lie. I'm tired of kind of talking and debating with myself. And we have good debates all the time anyways. And a lot of people are usually interested to hear what we have to say. Mm-hmm. And our opinions all. I don't know. We can talk about it, guys. Shoot me a DM. Tell me what you think. But yeah, you're here. Thank you again. Welcome. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. It's a, it's a, it's a real pleasure to be here. You know, platform to speak your voice and to get your message across is nice. So definitely I'm for it. That's what's up. So there's a lot going on with Corona. There's so many things that you have to think about. We can't put everything into one umbrella. Yeah, because I'll say I'll say one thing though. Right now, there's a lot of um, different. There's a lot of information going out. For real, I mean, it's like through, information overload right exactly, now. Exactly. Through social Every media. day, something different. I swear mm-hmm. to you, last week when I was at work, I think we turned on True at least three 
out of the five days we had it just playing in the office wanting to see what happens next. Yeah, because of like, the, imagine yeah. getting a sorry sorry to cut you yeah, no problem. just imagine getting so much information but still don't know what's happening, what's happening? Yeah. information but not informed right and then this comes back to um focus right that's something that i, I lean on to a lot of my friends i will tell them to focus because once you once there's a lot of um information a lot of things in the air like that you have to be able to, you know, differ and dissect information That's to see true. what is important and what's really going on. That's true. Because I say with all this information, there's always something that's going to be hidden or something that's going to be under the table, right? Bombarded and we need to, you know, focus. That's focus, true. Piece I want together. the piece, the important piece together. Mm-hmm. It's true. If you're anyone that's in marketing or in media, you know a lot of things regarding information portrayal and how information should be laid out and how to kind of play with and trigger people's certain cognitive thoughts and thought processes a simple tweet on twitter i saw it the other day and it was talking about like a global um a global update for covid19 and how it relayed the information when i read it and actually clicked it because most people are not going to click to see the rest of the tweets Mm. so in the preview of the tweets you see okay updates yeah, right and then not even clickbait is the fact that when people are scrolling through twitter mm-hmm. and people might not really want to see the full information what yeah. they see first the is headline. yeah and the headline is all the deaths mm-hmm. then the next headline spoke about what borders were being closed and the mm-hmm. information they were giving you the bigger numbers mm-hmm. however the significance of this information was not even that relatable not that's not relatable it's just that it's not information that is causing to the fear. Yeah. So you see all that stuff trickle down in the bottom and it's not being highlighted. Information you would completely overlook because after reading about the deaths and then reading the rest of the tweet, I was much more calmed. Mm-hmm. But the way that information is being portrayed to us right now is to keep on initiating that fear. And another way that they're doing that is also by prolonging information. I really feel as though there's a lot more information that could be released. However, they're doing it periodically to kind of prove the method to their madness. Because if you have trends for the spread in other parts of the world, you should have an approximate trend for the spread when it gets to other places. Mm -hmm. We're living in a world where there are computers, but there are also mathematicians and scientists. Mm -hmm. And I can read a basic graph trend to know what precautions should be taken. There are trends going around. Mm -hmm. I've seen trends of the growth of the virus. I follow the Ontario trends and the Niagara trend to be specific. And the cases and how like it is um, spreading like exponentially. And this comes down to also like the social distancing procedures that they're put in place. The whole aspect of that is just to combat the The over... Not not even the spread, but just the overwhelming impact that it will have on like healthcare. I understand. I personally don't think that the way they are going about it is the best way. I don't know, maybe it's much more expensive to have everyone stay home for a period of time over the course of three weeks and have people who are in hazmat suits Mm -hmm. go out to homes and test people and give time for the lab results to come in opposed to us just slowing down our interactions and distancing because not everyone's following it i as i said i had to go to work mm-hmm. i've seen people out on the road you know people had to put out a post of not bringing your kids to the park mm-hmm. there's already been so much contact you don't know what's happening in the time you're telling people to slow down you don't know what's already begun to pick up so why not take proactive measures ahead of what's happening now opposed to just reacting to the spread so and I'm- that's the excuse that 
that they'll use mm-hmm. later down the line when they've depleted yeah. all of their resources. But what we also have to understand, I, I get where you're coming from, from uh, a citizen going in and saying that our leaders should have like measures in place and um, I guess punitive actions and stuff like that. But what you also have to understand is that these are preventive measures that they put in place. If we were to follow them, it will work. The reason why they can't just close everything in that is that, unfortunately, we live in a world that is run by a lot of different mechanics. And what I'm saying by that is there are industries that are very needed and those people have to work because our nation is built on that. There's a lot of different companies that's going around. Things are not just on a social social realm or social dynamic. There's a lot of different factors that play a role. So as a leader, as a politician, these are the stuff that they have to look at. So with the preventive measures that they put in place, it is... To stop the spread of the virus because I've, I believe that the healthcare system is there to examine the virus and then see how it works and mm-hmm. and deal with it right but at the same time we as a society we are running out and doing all these things that are, are against preventive measures that is put into place which is also going to be having an issue because the virus spreads by multitudes it is spreading like wildfire. it's spreading like wildfire basically yeah as soon as two people have it in one community, a lot of people will, right? And we see how it's spreading. But I, I the only the only thing that I have to say against um, the government taking punitive action is that it will also infringe on our human rights. Yeah, the virus is a big thing, but I don't want nobody coming to my crib and coming to test me and putting a thing up my nose and everything. Like, I know I'm cool because I'm keeping to the preventive measure that is put in place. So I know my household is okay because as soon as we walk into the crib, straight to the bathroom, you know, doing things that, you know, has been culturally done anyways. Done anyways, right? Like, there's no big change. Yet. Like, everyone is freaking out and stuff. I'm like, like I've been living this quarantine washer? lifestyle for a yeah. minute. Yeah, but I feel you. I know you're coming from a standpoint that you're you're working, you know, a couple weeks ago and you kind of cheese. <laughs> I understand, but you also got to look at it in this way. Not every industry, not every industry has the ability or capability to just shut down. No, because... my workplace has been deemed an essential service. I just yeah. wanted to work from home yeah. because I need to minimize my exposure. Mm-hmm. And where I work, people in my office yeah. also have exposure to other yeah. people, and you don't know what they're bringing in to be confined in a space with things that you don't which know is, in which is space. Uh, which is something true but yeah. you also have to look at it in this way too sorry to cut you off no go ahead this is a new a new thing to kind of hit the road at this measure okay no what, what, it is not new sorry, the virus is not new okay. it's just the way we are reacting to it is very drastic is that exactly. it was just as i said it was a small little virus mm-hmm. that no one knew about mm-hmm. if you knew about it you weren't expecting it to be yeah. anything great. great but you know it's having a massive impact yeah yeah there's so many things that you have to kind of be on the lookout for like there's this happening and you have to piece the information about it by yourself you have to focus on the information as you said earlier but you also have to focus or open your eyes to things that you are being blocked out of as a result of my as a result of mass spread media taking over i am not going to put my finger on anything specific because there's a lot of things going on and on a day-to-day we are not always aware of everything happening in various other parts of the world Mm -hmm. but it's so much more important now especially since we do have the time at home that we take measures not to just focus on what's happening in our direct world but in the world outside of our cities on a greater scale that's greater than coronavirus what do you think is next what do i think is next yeah. like virus wise not virus wise <laughs> but what is next and everything that's going on like what do you think is next you know we're hearing that 
Like some people think that martial law is something that's going to be put 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 in in place. Some people think stricter rules are going to be put in place. Like you know, like what do you think is next? Do you think it's gonna? I really don't know. It was a bit questionable at first for me as a Canadian mm-hmm. in regards to what Canada is going to do because I'll be more impacted by that. Mm-hmm. I know some places are already enforcing mm-hmm. martial law or are on the verge of doing so in other yeah. areas of the world. Yeah, I'll say there's a lot of places in the world that are on the verge of. Yeah. Uh, implementing martial law, but a lot of places are on strict lock, lockdown. But like Italy still on strict lockdown. India is on strict lockdown. I don't, I don't know if this is true, but I just heard that um, if you're caught outside on the street of India, they make you do squats. I don't know how that's true, but again, that's whole media thing, just throwing things <laughs> in our face. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's actually funny you said that because I even saw something or heard something about drones in China ordering you to go back to your house. I was like, drones. I, I would have seen that. Like, yeah. That's some um, super t- yeah, tech. some some big brother type. That's crazy drone. Yeah, but back to your question. Um, in regards to what comes next, mm-hmm. I so as a Canadian, I would say that. I don't think that martial law will be something that would be imposed right away. I do think that as of right now, we are ahead of the problem. I do think a lot of Canadians are practicing social distancing. Mm. A lot of companies, I remember last week alone getting just 50 emails from email lists and and stores that I'm subscribed to about the precautions that they would be taking. Mm. I mean, it's good that places have now moved to do delivery or do takeout because they understand that there are certain necessities that we will need. And I believe that as long as those those businesses or those support programs are put in place to ensure we have ease of access to getting things at home and um, getting things to our homes and also keeping up with social distancing. Mm-hmm. If we do have to go out, I think we should be fine. So I do think stricter rules. Don't think martial law for sure yet. Um, but when you asked me what I think is next, I thought you were talking long term. Um, And I don't even know if you want to get into this, but I've been foreseeing potential recession for a long time now. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I doubt. <laughs> I mean, that, that that's something that is uh, is due to is due to happen, due to occur. Like in general, even in before general, this, because every right. time the economy goes up, it has to come it has back to down. come back down. But to me, I knew something was going to happen because I was following a lot of um, like big companies, and that's when I was seeing a trend around January. There's a trend of a lot of like big, you know, companies CEOs retiring. <laughs> and usually, every time you see a pattern like that, that means. You know, stocks is gonna tank. When stocks tank, the market kind of drops. And with this, and with this uh, virus too, it's just complete chaos. Yeah. Complete chaos because American economy is doing so poor. Just the fact that a lot of these small companies have to close down mm-hmm. because of quarantine. People are not spending. I mean, apart from those people that went mad in the grocery stores, <laughs> I did not do that. I was going grocery shopping exactly. as needed. People are not spending as much as they need to. Like. Clothes ain't popping. Nope. Leisure's activities outside ain't popping. Nope. Everybody's inside. Workplaces right? aren't popping. You know, jobs aren't popping. So everything's on a standstill. It's just it's it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see it how and in this fast paced you know world where everybody's supposed to work, 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 work that is a pause and I, it makes you appreciate and think exactly. because things are still able to function, function fine but. without you killing yourself for a job and this is not to speak down to any governments or economies Mm. directly but that's one of the reasons why a lot of people chose to be entrepreneurs is because of the fact that they did not want to do this life where it's honestly go 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 you're working for minimum wage they want you to work you know part-time pay but also full-time hours and i've had 
that experience in my previous jobs. Yeah. They make it seem as though this job is your everything. And one of my friends, um, shout out to you, Jag, he sent me a quote like a long time ago and it resonated with me because it simply said, now that we're in Canada, but it said the American dream is designed to break you down. It's designed to do the opposite of what it set out to do. It makes you focus on chasing money and other successes without actually focusing in on things that matter the most. So mm. you focus in on money, but you don't focus on you know, relationship building mm-hmm. and other wealth in other ways. Yeah. So it's crazy to see the slowdown and see how people are managing and changing yeah. their day-to-day routines because life doesn't stop because you're indoors. It's just a slowdown. Yeah. A lot of people, even in regards to that, a lot of people have kind of given up on society. But I mm-hmm. see the beauty in society and the beauty in humanity in times like this. I've heard stories about certain countries leaving food out for the homeless I've seen people going out and delivering food to the homeless because we have to look at it like there's a lot of people who are being impacted by this, like outside of our normal scope. Like everybody's inside, if you think about everybody's inside, who's really giving, you know, the less fortunate supplies and things that they need? Everybody's inside, your views is just locked within your four walls, right? And that's why I want to urge more companies, urge, you know, religions and faith-based, you know, people, Organization. organizations to, you know, go out and take action because in times like this i think humanity is supposed to stand together the most right this this virus goes beyond race goes beyond religion goes beyond culture and has to be addressed on that level too because it's not racist if you're white or black you it's, it's attacking you right the only the only the only demographic that is is very severe on is the older and the younger right which is our which is also our you know what was the word for it like like they're they're dependent Mm. you you feel me like Mm. yeah i'm looking for a word like that i have a brain freeze right now it's crazy you know have a high dependency yeah, no, and I have it on the tip of my tongue, and it's gonna bother me because it's gonna come out of Think about it while we're recording the rest uh, of the episode. Just drop it in. Yeah. But no, you have a point. That's like that's so truthful. In times like this, is one community needs to come together, and I think that's what people are doing. I think that's the reason as well. And this is not from a, an organization standpoint, but more from a social standpoint, coming together as people. Vulnerable. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Vulnerable definitely is the word, yes. The most vulnerable demographic within our Such society. an easy word, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> the most vulnerable. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to cut you. <laughs> I told you to say it. I'm glad you did. As I was saying, this is why community is so important. Um, and this is the perfect time for us to come together as a community. Not just the organizations that you were talking about, but if you see it with people socializing online. Mm-hmm. Everyone right now is keeping each other active, engaged, and empowered. Because yeah. you don't know the conditions that people are in when they're at home and they're isolated. Yeah. Yeah. I even yeah. saw a post about like uh, children being home. And the fact that school was some children's only escape. So I think it's great that we are still putting out positive content and mm-hmm. everyone's really coming together for mm-hmm. each other to support each other during this time. Yeah. And it goes to show you that we really are very connected throughout yeah. this world. Yeah. And then right, right now too, y- y- y'all parents that have been avoiding your kids, yo, you got to face up to it. Here's the time to deal with every problem you have. You can't That's run true. away from your problem, right? That's true. Went for a drive today and then I seen a father and a son playing you know, outside their house. Of course, with, you know, practicing, you know, precautions. Social like that. distancing. Social distancing. <laughs> but you can see that there's a beauty w- within all this madness. 
Of right, course. families are getting closer together. I see people, you know, Skyping, Skyping friends. I've checked up on, I'm trying to even check up on all my friends, but I'm checking up on friends as I go throughout the day. And I think, that, I think this is a break that the whole world needs. We need a social mental break, social mental break, right? Let's go, yeah. I mean, we've been it's on been, we've, it's, everything's been on go. Yeah, and as goal. more and more things come into our lives and into our world, technology, people, mm-hmm. experiences, the fact that, you know, anyone can, you can go at anywhere in this world. There is nothing that's in this life that is not mm-hmm. within your grasp or within your reach. A break like this is really needed. It's time to focus. It's time to, it's time to heal. Time to, time to get right. It really mm-hmm. is. It mm-hmm. really is. And this actually kind of brings me to my little sip of tea that I had for you guys. I've been seeing a lot of posts about now is the time to get things done. And I've also been seeing a post about you don't have to get things done. But I do believe that in this time you should do something that's going to better you for when you're out of this quarantine and self-isolation time. It doesn't have to be something extravagant. It could be simple, taking time to watch Netflix, talking, phoning friends, renewing family ties going for walks on your lonesome, enjoying the warmth that is starting to come into our lives. This is the perfect time for a reset and a recharge. We're in spring, we're in a new decade. It's time to put your life into perspective. It's time to prioritize exactly what to get done. If there's one thing that this time is teaching us right now is that we should take nothing in this life for granted because at any moment, everything could just halt and what would we be able to do? It also brings me to another point from my entrepreneurs. Yes, we might be in financial hardship, but the beauty of entrepreneurship is that journey. Your ability to stick it out in these times is what will determine your success from the rest. Finances and money might not be coming in as steadily as you anticipated or as steadily as it was before, but that doesn't mean that the work that you're doing now won't be able to eventually reopen those doors. Mr. Mia, are you there? Yep, I'm still here, just listening to the sip of tea, the tea time, the tea, tea time. message of the day. But yeah, okay. the other thing I can really touch on is just, we need to just stick it out and then be together. It's definitely the time for that. It's time to slow down. And, you know, you touched on it too with the entrepreneurs. This is a time to, you know, really push. To be an entrepreneur, it means you have to be able to be able to stand like hardship and stand tough times because that's all it is. I'm speaking from like my demographic anyways. A lot of entrepreneurs who are self-made and coming from the bottom, building everything to the top themselves. Things are going to get hard. Things will get hard. But just always remember your dream. Keep a picture of your dream in your head. Every time you wake up, just do something for that dream. Chase that dream. Everything you do, just do it for that dream and don't lose focus of that picture. Don't lose sight of that picture. Just keep going for it. We face neither east nor west. Mm-hmm. We face forward. Exactly. So that's all the tea for today. Thank you, Mr. Big Dreams, for joining us on episode 20 of Sip of Tea. Mm-hmm. COVID-19. If you like this episode, be sure to hit the like button. Also, make sure you follow me and subscribe to Sip of Tea with your girl, Lady Tea. For your dosage of positivity, motivation, and success. I am tuning out. I'll see you on the next one. Pollution, poverty, people die. 
through this darkness where the light with so much worry so much war we still manage to have a heart cause I've been in a lot of bad news lately I'm just trying not to let it phase me if I didn't have you my baby Absolute brother number nine, hello at you. It's behind the mic. Hey. Hold on. Mm. That's something. Mm. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. You're not the one that's going to be editing this. Hold though. on. You're not the one hold on. Editing every time be, you sit Hold on. Right? Hold on. Episode 2019. Yeah. I think I'm going to put that in. We'll see how it looks when it's typed. <laughs> I have a thing for typography. If it don't look cute when it's typed together, you best believe I'm changing the words.